1: and 365-day returns.
0: Now I want to speak to the Clerk of the General Assembly of the Presbyterian Church, uh, Trevor Gribbon, who's available to have a conversation with us. Uh, uh, Trevor, good morning. Good morning, Frank. The Assembly this week is a, is a special week, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's one of those very special weeks. It's Presbyterians from all over Ireland, over a thousand people coming together to meet in General Assembly, ministers and elders, men and women, younger and older, to worship together. Our theme this year is Enjoying God, set by our new moderator, Dr. William Henry. We're obviously worshiping, we're thinking about the mission of the church. We're also debating over a hundred resolutions, we're setting policy for the church, We're also trying to speak out into the public square uh, about what we believe are Christian values, but values that are for the good of all society and for the well-being to let society flourish. And indeed, this afternoon, uh, there's going to be a very special session doing just that.
0: And you're talking about topics as diverse as adolescent mental health right through to to dementia.
1: We have a Council for Public Affairs, they had their uh, main actual report to the Assembly in debate yesterday and it covered issues like dealing with the past and legacy, uh, human rights and we had really good debates on those issues as we tried to speak up for, for victims of the troubles, try to tackle with all in society how we deal with our past. But today is more a, a, a presentation, it's going to be in three stages as you say. We're going to look at uh, teenage mental health. And we're we're going to think especially about how we as a society here in Northern Ireland and our government do not provide the necessary funding for that very important service to help our teenagers through difficult times. And we're going to have health professionals help us to do that. We're, we're Bringing that all together all, under the, the the big title, Life Always Matters, because we're all going on to think about the whole issue of dementia care. And that's again an area in our society where, where as a society we do not just, we, we simply don't put enough resources in. Uh, people in their homes, we all know people who suffer from dementia, from Alzheimer's. There's not enough support uh, for carers in the homes, for people in that terrible transition when they're suffering that terrible illness and there's certainly not enough support in our residential homes throughout northern ireland for homes that are trying to care for people struggling uh, with their memory life always matters and the final the third topic is looking at the whole end of life issues our hospice movement we're having dr max watson a, a a very skilled and leading thinker in the whole aspect of hospice care uh, address us we're thinking about how as a church but how as a society we care for people towards the end of their lives we're ending the whole session this afternoon uh, with three Presbyterians who are all elders of our church but who happen to be elected MLAs from three different parties uh, coming to respond. Uh, we're going to tell them, in a sense, what government need to do in these three big areas and then we're going to listen uh, to their response and discuss with them.
0: Yeah, the MLS, uh, Stuart Dixon, uh, Roy Beggs and, and, and Gordon uh, Lyons from a variety of political uh, backgrounds. W- w- with regards to the political issue and indeed the human aspect of it. I I see adolescent mental health and I am so aware of young people who are facing challenges in life and the Presbyterian Church has been uneasy with same-sex attraction and indeed there's been this division between the Presbyterian Church and Queen's University that may be linked back to to that. Where is the Presbyterian Church with regards to members who are same-sex attracted, who have children, who um, would be belong to families of those who have same-sex attraction and, and marriage equality. Where is the Presbyterian Church at the moment
1: on that? Well, Frank, I certainly will address that question. But let me say this first of all. In Presbyterian churches, up and down, not only Northern Ireland, but up and down this island... Uh, in day-to-day youth work, children's work, pastoral care. Our youth leaders, our ministers, our elders, our children's workers are coming alongside young people and families who have all kinds of struggles. We are not just a general assembly. We are 550 local congregations of people caring, trying to show Christ's love, helping people through all kinds of difficulties. Uh, And that work goes on day in, day out, along with lots of other agencies and bodies in our society. And that work is so important. The government also has a responsibility, however, to fund uh, some of that stuff. And we're going to focus today on the lack of funding for teenage mental health services. Addressing your specific issue of our church's biblical view on on marriage and on same-sex relationships. Our our church is a a biblical church, an evangelical church. We we have clear views that marriage is between a man and a woman. That's what we feel the, the scripture teaches. Uh, And we've clear views that same-sex orientation, to be attracted to someone of the same gender, is not sinful in itself. But we we would encourage people to try to live by biblical uh, values. So we have a clear policy. Last assembly, uh, we stated that policy in what was a theological report. I've recognized this year in our assembly, I've said this in press and media, I think I said it with you nearly a year ago in an interview, that by stating that theological uh, position without the necessary pastoral accompaniment and the pastoral guidelines and helping our people work through how you care for people with same-sex attraction in our congregations, we, we we didn't do as well as we could have done. And over the past year, indeed into next year, we have a group thinking of that, working through that, Helping to guide our leaders or congregations, how, how can we stay true to what we believe the Bible teaches, but also do that in a caring, compassionate way with families who struggle with these issues, with, with young people or older people? So we want to do that well, and we're, we're taking another year to think through it, and we'll have a full report at our next assembly.
0: Well, well an- another year. Are you being guided by? the circumstances of the people who find themselves in a difficult place because they find that they are unequal within the church and are unequal within society or are you taking your guidance from maybe the harder core of the congregation who demand no
1: change? As a denomination, as all Christian churches, we take our ultimate authority for what we believe God's word teaches. Society can change uh, and often does change. We have a responsibility as a church uh, to stay true to what we believe God's Word teaches, but we have to in doing so, have to do that in a pastoral and a caring manner. All people are loved by God. People Matter to God No matter what their sexual orientation is No matter what their political views are No matter what their views on any issue is People matter to God All of our services, all of our youth activities Are open to all people Irrespective of their sexual orientation Their political views of of anything
0: But can you be a full member of the Presbyterian Church If you are in a same-sex relationship And can your children be brought into the church As full members if you are in that relationship?
1: we believe the bible teaches and our confessional standards also teach that that to be a full member of a Presbyterian church and what we call a communicant member you have to have what's called a credible profession of faith you have to not only be able to say with your lips but your life has to mirror what we believe are are, our biblical values and standards
0: so the answer is Uh, no
1: the 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 answer is that people can be fully involved in any Presbyterian church. But for instance,
0: just the, in, just in, briefly, in, just briefly, Trevor, because I'm almost I'm, I'm out of time.
1: Yeah, I realise that. In, in many of our congregations, there might be two or three hundred people there on a Sunday morning. There might only be. A hundred of them members. Many people are, are what we call adherent members. They're connected to our church. They're part of our church. They're pastoral. They receive pastoral care. They're fully involved. But to be a full communicant member of our church, you have to have that what we call a credible, professional church. We're working okay. through how, how we mirror that theological standard with the pastoral care that must go with it.
0: Trevor, I really appreciate your time this morning, Trevor Griven. Uh, Trevor Gribbin, who is indeed the uh, clerk of the General Assembly of the